This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery. Bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast. And we're coming to you on a down day in the World Cup. There's no football today. So we thought, myself and my buddies, my chums, my housemates, my flatmates here in Qatar, we decided to take a little day out and go to a place called Qatara. Qatara is actually, it's like a little, what's it call it? It's like a cultural village in Doha. It's on the eastern coast between West Bay and the Pearl. Uh, it was opened about... 10 11 about 12 years ago 2010 i think it was and uh what it is it just it showcases you know the cultural side of qatar it's got a you know film festival there it had a film festival there and it's got different sides of qatar as well but also it's got a music studio there and the music studio was opened by my good mate maz and i remember he spoke to me in tokyo uh, quite a few years ago now it's probably about 12 12 or 13 years ago, I think, I can't even remember how long ago it was, but he told me that he was going to move to Qatar in a few years' time, and I was thinking, yeah, right, Maz, sure you are. And he did. He moved to Qatar. They built a studio which is based at a studio in London. He'll talk all about it in this little clip here, and he's been out here ever since. So I've come out to Qatar, and I've caught up with Maz, and Maz is giving us the lowdown on the music industry, why he's moved out to Qatar, and a little bit more about the culture of Qatar. Check out the interview right here. So here in Qatar, in actually a place called Qatara, for I can understand, this was the original Qatar. I mean, Qatar was just a desert, and then this place where we are is actually where this is, this is all it was. And around there, there's a few buildings, and then there is a, a whole desert, and since then, apparently, this country has been built up massively. So around here, there's shopping malls and there's studios and there's a falconry place out here and even in town as well. That, But beforehand, and I find it really fascinating that probably what maybe even 10 or 15 years ago, this literally was all desert. Now, I'm sitting here in this studio, a Wicked studio, very similar to a studio that I used to sit in very much. As you know, I'm in the music industry. It's a studio that people may know called Metropolis Studios in Chiswick, just behind the bus station. Very famous studio. Lots of very famous artists always recording there. I had quite a few of my artists recording there as well. And I 
used to hook up with this guy called Maz at Metropolis. And we actually had a, a very, very good few days or probably a week or so yeah. in Tokyo. We had a blast out in Tokyo. And since then, we've become good mates as well. And Maz said, I'm going to Qatar. That was about 10 years ago. And I've not seen him since. So I've actually hooked up with Maz for the first time in 10 years. Maz, how are you? Yeah, really good. Really good. Good to see you here in Qatar. That's right. Good to really? see you as well, man. So listen, I just want to give yeah. us just give us a bit of a lowdown because obviously you are you're, you're British. You, you've, you've been in Britain for a long time. You've, you've done, you were in the music industry in, in, in the UK. You've worked for a lot of artists. I mean, who did you work with in the UK? Oh, I mean, uh, all sorts. Everybody from MIA, Rolling Stones. Um, Cat Stevens came over here to Qatar. We did two albums together, which is exciting. Yeah, um, yeah take that. Um, slash all sorts. Yeah, all sorts of people. And, and you've worked with them in London as well. Now, yeah. um, now, interestingly, because when you said to me, I'm coming to Qatar to set up a studio, I was a little bit like, mm, what's that all about? But, but tell me, what was the thinking behind that? Yeah, so it's a music and film studios. And basically what they wanted to do is build a music and film industry from the ground up. So by having a place like this, uh, you know, you get, you know, local artists to start recording their stuff and you start building a kind of a scene, you know, from the grassroots up. Uh, 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 and why do they ask you? That's the question. <laughs> well, they used, to, they used to come to Metropolis. A lot of people from the region used to come over to Metropolis and record, mix, master. Um, it was very popular. Uh, so this is how we got to know them. And uh, the Qataris loved metropolis and they said we'd really love to have you guys manage and build the studio here in qatar so, so we came over all right so i mean so you come over so you, in effect you come over here your family's over here everybody's over here um how different is it because for me it is quite different isn't it oh it's completely different but um, the weather is good so you're not going to complain about that uh it is different i mean obviously in the uk you know it's really there's a lot of culture, there's a lot of, uh, you know, theatre, art, music. I mean, y you miss sometimes a bit of that, even though you do have it here, but at a, a much smaller scale. Um, you meet a lot of people from different nationalities here, so that's been really good. Um, and it's really exciting to be part of something that's starting from a blank canvas, you know, so that was kind of a bit of a change. But obviously, I'll always miss back home, right? Yeah, of course. Well, and obviously, you started as a blank canvas, so you've come here, you've built this studio, which is a replica of your studio back in London, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of close to it. And then they've also got a European orchestra living here full time. So this studio has an orchestral recording studio as well. Um, so, you know, we, we tried to get into games, music and stuff. People who couldn't go to Prague, they started coming here. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's some interesting things going on. Some interesting things, and and th this studio, like I said to you, you, you basically built it from 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 roots, from 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 yeah. day one. So you must have seen things grow because, like I said to you, I'm looking around here. We've walked through the corridors and we've seen all the sort of plaques and sort of kind yeah, of the shields, yeah, really and we've lucky. seen we've seen all the sort of kind of the, you know the records on the side here. And these are old people that you've been working with over a period of time. You mentioned a, a few yeah, of the people, but, here but in this building. It, as I'm saying to you, just here in this building. That's what I'm saying to you that you've been yeah. working in this building, which yeah. means that you have done a, a lot of music work. I mean, this is like one of the yeah. kind of busiest studios, if not the busiest studios, what, in the Middle East, in this area? Well, I mean, it, there's no studio like it um, in the Middle East. Usually you find this in LA, London, you know. So this is kind of the biggest facility in the Middle East, yeah. Uh, and, 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 and just yeah. to say... But there's a lot of music in the Middle East. I mean, it's, it's like an un untapped market. Because if mm -hmm. you think about North Africa, the whole Middle East, you've got a good 300, 400 million people. 
So there's, you know, music coming out of Morocco, Egypt, and we're not talking about traditional music. There's a big hip-hop scene in Saudi. Uh, Saudi now just did Middle Beast, you know, that festival with 12 stages, 700,000 people. I just came from that. DJ Khaled was there. I mean, it was unbelievable what's happening. I mean, so there, there is a flourishing music scene, but it's untapped because they don't have the infrastructure of publishing and all that. But that's coming in now, you know? Yeah, and, you, and obviously you know that as well because obviously the record label I had was, uh, and this was like yeah. 10, 15 years ago, we were doing that whole, I hate to use the world, world music because it was a mixture of the fusion of hip-hop and R&B and Bangra yeah. and everything, and we were doing that from 15 years ago, like and it was blowing up Bangra now. Bangra and hip-hop, yeah. they've got that here with the Arabic and the English. Mm-hmm. They mix it up, you know? So... Yeah, so there's there's a lot going on in the region as well. Yeah, which is all good. Yeah. So um, now we're here for the World Cup. We're very excited about the World Cup. Yeah, we is. we've been talking about the World Cup, you and me, for from time because obviously I knew you were out yeah, that's here. Right. That's right. And we're saying, <laughs> look, Maz, give me the SB. What's going down? You know, Supreme yeah. Committee and all these other people, kind of yeah. like you know, just let us know what the score is because we're getting one story in the UK, but you live out here, and like I said to you, for me, for me here, it's always good to get here. All sides of the of the, yeah. of the of the coin. Let's twist the coin and let's hear both sides. Now, for you out here, I mean, what is the score? Because I know there's been a lot of negativity about this area here, and I know that people in Qatar have felt a little bit kind of uncomfortable and a little bit even nervous about the World Cup coming here because of the focus on their country and a negative focus. Is that right? Uh, it's not so much that. I mean, God, I mean, where do you start with that? Um, you know, I mean, it. You know, the way they're looking at it, the Qataris, it's not just the World Cup in Qatar. It's the first time a World Cup happens in a Middle Eastern country. And this is why they they are even saying, look, they're, they're saying this is for the Arab world. They're, they're not saying this is just us, you know, Qatar. So I think this is a very exciting thing. Um, with the negative media, I think it is a bit over the top. And I think a lot of these people have never been here. They haven't seen it. Uh, every country has its problems, you know, like we were saying before. I mean, Russia has its problems. It's illegal to be gay in Russia. Um, you know, Brazil has its problems. If you look at the favelas and all this, so and it's, and it's interesting. You were talking about and the, the corruption, the, and you were talking about the phones which are built in China. Yeah, yeah people, and that people are texting this criticism on a phone built in China for iPhone. You know, and that's. I mean, they're paying them one dollar. Uh, what is it? One dollar a day or one dollar? I don't know. A week. So, I mean, yeah, okay, there are problems. But I think the Qataris have done incredible setup with this World Cup, and I think they're going to focus on sports moving forward. You know, they're probably going to get the Olympics. They already got the Asia Games now. And this is what's going to differentiate it from Dubai, like what we were talking earlier. So th- this will become like a place to host sports mm-hmm. because of the infrastructure. That's right. And, yeah. and like I said to you, you working in music... You've yeah. been very involved in music around the World Cup as well, haven't you? Yeah, we did uh, the World Cup songs that you hear, the Haya Haya, Arhabo, Dreamers and all that. We also did the opening ceremony stuff and we're doing the closing ceremony music as well. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right, so you've been really busy. So yeah. And, 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 and really again, the higher, higher stuff and all that lot. How does that work? Do they come down here? They record it? You know, yes. who, who wrote it? Who, 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 who? Yeah, so Red One, the producer Red One uh, wrote it. So he's talking about Red One. Oh, Red, so Red One. Oh, so Red One wrote Okay, yeah, did he? Yeah, okay. so he, he's actually the music. Uh, consultant for FIFA oh. as well. Oh, 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 yeah, Red yeah. One, oh yeah. yeah. Red One's been good. He's going to be driving up in one of them. He's going to be staying in one of them big hotels, isn't he? Yeah, the one I'm he sure is, he is. I, I bet yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet he owns that hotel by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With all the, I think uh, Dreamers got 100, uh, what is it? 100 million streams a day or something. Anyway, it's, it's gone crazy yeah, with uh, Dreamers. But um, yeah, so he's been working on it actually for the last year and a half. He's been doing demos. He's, uh, he's done so many different songs. He's kind of, yeah. So this has been going for quite a while. And he does it out of here or does he do it in his own studio no, and then he come does here it for the. Out of here, yeah, oh, really? yeah. He's been, yeah, in this room actually. All those songs were made. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! All written in here in this room. Yeah. Oh, oh. So, 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 Maz. I mean, like you know, anything else? I mean, you've been interested in locals. I mean, talk, talk. I mean, a little bit more about the locals and 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 you know, just their feel of having so many people come to their country. Maybe. Yeah, and even these songs had the local instruments are in these songs. You know, the percussion, the clapping, and they tried to put some Qatari elements in there. The you know the pearl diving. Um, uh, fishermen that do all the whaling and all that because actually Qatar came to existence because of pearl diving yeah pearl pearls and then when the Japanese uh, you know started doing pearls obviously the industry died here in this region in the 50s and then afterwards they found the gas and the oil you know right. so yeah so this is a big thing anyway I went yeah. on a yeah no this is no but the tangent is good as well and like I said <laughs> to you the local listen the local people as well I mean we talked about them you know about pride for their area, yeah. as in, you know, pride for the Middle East and it coming here as well, you know, and, and, and you could see that as well. I mean, we went to Arabian Nights, which is a kind of Middle Eastern fan fest as well, to watch the games. We watched the Saudi game there. We watched the Tunisian game there. I know you watched the Moroccan game there as well, which is very different from the other fan fest because this is completely and utterly. Yes, I mean, we were the only yes. Western people in these fan fests as well, but it gave, it gave a very, very good vibe. And you could see that there was a, a lot of local pride. So even when, you know, when Saudis were playing, everyone had turned up to see the Saudis yeah, are playing. It's the underdogs, right? Yeah. So, I mean, when Saudi beat Argentina, who would have thought? I mean, Argentina thought they were just going to have a practice session, you know, and, and then they lost, you know, so everyone got excited. And I mean, and I know there was, and I know there was sort of kind of a little bit of fractious between maybe, you know, Qatar and Saudi and Dubai and all these kind of different regions now, but, you know, the barriers have seemed to come down. Do you yes. think that this is something which is permanent? Because I know that there was a little bit, a little bit of beef basically between everyone. Yeah. Yeah, they had they had there was a blockade. Basically, Qatar was there was an air, land, and sea blockade by Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, Egypt. Uh, but actually, they're the GCC, which is the equivalent of the EU. These countries, yeah. um, and they realized they're actually stronger, united than you know, not not than blockading each other over some foreign policy or, you know, because this is what it's all about. It's all politics, you know. So, so, so but they're very close. Saudi Arabia and Qatar, very close nations. Yeah, so it's interesting. So, like I said, you're just coming back to it. The people, 
Very happy uh, yeah. about the World Cup is here. Yeah. Just tell us a little bit more about just the, the, the local culture, um, because obviously it's very different from, from, from the UK, but, or maybe it isn't. Yeah, no, I think uh, Qataris are very friendly. Um, they, 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 they leave you to your own devices. They're not very forthcoming. That's why with lots of this negative media, they're not the type of people that come screaming back or, you know, uh, you know, uh, justifying themselves. They're, they're quite low-key. I mean, they they were bi- the biggest donators of Hurricane Katrina, but no one knows that, right? Mm. Um, so it, I think Piers Morgan did an interview uh, with Hassan Al-Thawadi, who's head of the Supreme Committee, and I think then Hassan kind of answered back to the negative media. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm but not... it took a while for them to do it because they're they're quite pa- they're they're quite peaceful, passive people, mm. you know. Yeah. So. This World Cup, I'm just wondering, legacy-wise, because everyone always yeah. talks about a legacy. Um, where do you think it's going to go for Qatar? Because um, I mean, when I went to Japan, there were I thought there was a big change, or my f- Japanese friends told me a big change because before before I went to Japan, and this is before we went as well, because we yeah. we saw the change That's when right. we went there because they are bonkers, aren't they? Yeah. They are. So when I went there. Um, Japanese were very conservative and even the Japanese children, like, you know, the people, you know, our age and younger were very conservative. But all of a sudden, my friend said to me, oh, my God, Bill, I've never seen this before. You've got Japanese people jumping up and down the streets. They're going to bars. They're singing. They're dancing. They're taking their clothes off and they're jumping into the river. This has never yeah. happened before. And I'm not saying that Obviously this is... They you know, saw the British. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and this, I'm not saying that's the big cliche, yeah. but it's almost like you get a change where you get a lot of people from yeah. the country who come in and all of a sudden it kind of Changes, and it's almost like the, the Japanese opened themselves out and became much more open after that World Cup. Yes. Um, in a way, and, and when we went there, you know, when you go out, you know, people even if they couldn't speak a word of English, they were just trying to speak mm. to you, trying to help you to go out. They'll meet you in bars, and they're just they're just excited to be with you. And it's a, it's a really really great place. Same here. Same yeah. here. Exactly yeah. same thing as you said about Japan, because actually this World Cup, because you know there was a very conservative society, very you know conservative culture, it's open it up you know and you know it's given them exposure to different nationalities especially during the cup you know i mean look at this croatian girl that's running around and you know so they've seen different things that they haven't seen before and uh, even the younger generation because there's a very big young generation here so uh, you know they're doing more arts they're doing fashion industries growing music film so this is all because of the world cup you know building it yeah yeah so, so it and, brings and, about change like in japan you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> see that as well. and one thing i did see i mean there's these two, there's these two middle eastern youtubers as well who uh you know who dress in in the traditional outfit yeah, as well yeah, I, I don't know yeah. what's that outfit called as well what's the tub the, the tub yeah and yeah and, and well. away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, hatta I got, yeah. Okay, and they, and they wear those, but, but the basically they're, they're right characters and they're literally going around to all the stadiums and you see them and uh, apparently they're very, very popular. Now, it's interesting because without the World Cup, 
their focus wouldn't be on these people. But all of a sudden, you're almost opening up a new world onto like, you know, yeah. uh, it's not only about Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV or kind of all that who is actually involved in that, but you've got a whole new area of people who necessarily don't necessarily see your world-class football, like, you know, your, yeah. you know, your Champions League football or your Premier League football. They may be watching different football, but they still exist. And all of a sudden, you see these people here and it's given them a bit of a platform, which is very interesting. Yes, yes, that's yeah. right, yeah. 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 But everyone watches football, right? I mean, and, you know, Premier League, Champions League, people do watch it here. That's right. That's yeah. right. So, listen, the legacy, do you think, for the World Cup, where do you see Qatar in the next 10 years after this? Well, I mean, it'll it'll keep growing. I mean, obviously, they have this 2030 vision, right? And the 2030 vision is, you know, in case the gas runs out or whatever. So they're they're working towards another... How do you describe it? I don't know how you describe it. But anyway, they will keep hosting these sporting events and, you know, it'll be like the post-carbon era, you know. So, yeah, so and you're going to stay out here? Are you coming, or, or, or are you coming home with the cup? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I'm waiting for, actually. Yeah, yeah you're going to come home. You're going to yeah. carry it home yourself, see, are you? See you in a few weeks. Yeah, okay, right, yeah. mate. We'll see you. All right, Matt, thanks very much. Okay, right, nice thank one. Thank you. So that was really interesting, listening to Maz, who lives out here in Qatar. And he was talking about his studio, the Qatari Studios in Qatar. If you want to check out more podcasts, check us out on prideofwest.london. Don't forget to subscribe on all good podcast channels and write us a review if you like what's going on. Like I said to you, we are a Brentford podcast, but we do all sorts of stuff there. And we've been doing lots of podcasts from the World Cup. If you like this one or if you like the previous one, if you like anyone, go and listen back to all our podcasts. We've got quite a few podcasts now from the World Cup. And we'll be trying to do one at least every other day from the World Cup. So, like I said to you, my name is Billy Grant and I am here in Qatar. Like I said to you, write us a review. Also, buy us a beer if you like what we're doing, besotted.com forward slash beer. My name is Billy Grant. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be coming back to you on prideofwest.london with more podcasts from Qatar. Make sure you check them out. See ya. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.